G'day, I'm Barry Green. Thanks for joining me on Conversations on Radio WA, 87.6 FM in East Perth and Western Tourist Radio in the coastal towns in the southwest of Western Australia. My next guests are from Bailingup, which is a small town on the southwestern highway, or the Harvest Highway as it's becoming known, who are trying to get the railway line re-established through the area for some fairly significant reasons. I'm talking to Malcolm Lee. G'day, Malcolm. Very. So, Malcolm, tell me your position with this organisation. Well, as a resident of uh, Bailingup for a large part of my time, originally born in Bridgetown, I might add, I've been appointed as chair of the subcommittee of the Bailingup Progress Association. The subcommittee is known as the Bailingup Rail Group, and it's gathered uh, significant people in the Bailingup uh, vicinity and beyond to uh, examine the need for re-establishing the rail line between Picton and hopefully Bridgetown to provide for the carriage of lithium freight from the Greenbushes mine uh, to all points required, Bunbury, Kemerton and Quinana, and hopefully to undertake a feasibility study to see how a tourist rail service might be operating on the same line and upon its re-establishment. Well, I think this is very interesting stuff and this is playing on a tourist radio format so it is very relevant to what we're doing because uh, the Southwestern Highway or the Harvest Highway is recognised as a significant tourism route and mixing of caravans and, uh, and triple road trains is somewhat problematic and uh, moving to the future and moving away from fossil fuels rails the logical way to progress. Yes, that's correct. And the volumes of uh, lithium to be transported are going to be quite uh, astronomical. It will mean a, uh, a B-double going through the towns on the southwest highway to between Bunbury and Bailingup. It will be in the order of one every three minutes. That's just too much for these towns to bear, coupled with the other uh, degree of, of heavy freight that's going on road through these towns at the moment. So we figure that if we can get the uh, lithium onto the uh, rail, it may encourage others to use the same service. Uh, the rail is in sufficient condition to take uh, heavy uh, traffic and it's in everyone's interest to uh, see this done. So the railway still belongs to the West Australian Government, although it's leased for, to a company for a period of time. Uh, the West Australian government spending a lot of money on road work, so I guess if some of that road that money was invested in the railway, we could end up with a better outcome. Yes, well, what uh, inspires us is the fact that the government has uh, taken a very uh, encouraging view in relation to the use of the Tier 3 rail lines for the carriage of wheat. The fact that they're prepared to put funds into re-establishing those lines for a seasonal cargo... Uh, one of which in weight contribution is, will be far below what the lithium weight that would be shifted by rail. The Bridgetown to Bunbury rail line is uh, able to take the movement of the lithium ore, which amounts to about 400,000 tonnes per annum as of today, which is only in the beginning of its uh, activity. It's going to treble in amount. Now, it's very important to keep in mind that this tonnage is 
to be shifted is 24 hours a day, every day of the year, whereas the money that's being spent on the Tier 3 lines for the carriage of wheat is for something that is purely seasonal and much less volume required to be shifted. So it stands to reason that the proposal that we're putting up for the shifting of lithium ore from road to rail is a matter that should be given great priority in government affairs. We understand that uh, if they incorporate consideration of the Southwest line in conjunction with their Tier 3 proposals, uh, the amount that's required, the extra amount that would be required for re-establishing the Southwest line would be minimal in comparison with what's going to be spent on the Tier 3. But the dividend to be recovered from that will be enormous. And if you add in the prospect for tourism development, which comes from, A, getting heavy trucks off these villages that people like to go to on the southwest, and B, from the introduction of a tourist rail service, the uh, it really boils down to what people these days call a no-brainer. So as you mentioned, the Bailing Up Rail Group is a subcommittee of the Bailing Up Progress Association, Inc. And you have a number of people with uh, professional expertise uh, in this matter on the committee. Mm, we do. We have engineer, rail engineer, and uh, we have the former head of the Tallison Mine. We have electrical engineer. My contribution is, as chair is mainly keeping the meetings going, but... Uh, have a capacity as a former federal court judge to work with logic and uh, that can be of assistance to the committee. We have representatives from uh, Bridgetown Shire, Bridgetown Greenbushes Shire and other than that we have people who are, uh, who are tourist operators, in fact uh, winners of a state tourism award for a best uh, local endeavour and uh, we have people who are in commerce, are very well-versed in the matter of running businesses and so on. So it's a fairly eclectic group and it meets about monthly or six-weekly to progress matters. Well, that's excellent. And in this post-COVID recovery period, I think it's these small enterprises that are going to be increasingly important because it's the it's small businesses that employ most people. The big businesses make a lot of fuss about employment, but in actual fact, they're hell-bent on employing as few people as possible. So there's this talk of jobs, jobs, jobs. I think we need to be talking about enterprise, enterprise, enterprise. And uh, it's these small tourism businesses, small primary producers and retailers that are, are going to remake the, uh, the, the dynamic economy in the post-COVID era. That's quite correct. And uh, one of the uh, offshoots from the pandemic uh, has been the realisation for a lot of people of what a beautiful area this southwest line is that I was quite surprised to hear. My wife works in a local store selling local goods and the common theme that is coming from people coming into the store is that this is a discovery area for them that coming out of Perth for the first time for a lot of them in, on this line otherwise they'd be going down to Margaret River or up, up north but coming down here they're delighted with what a beautiful area it is and I think the scope for development of, of small businesses is, is manifest in this, uh, in this region as time goes on. I'm sure you're right Malcolm and Western Tourist Radio and Radio WA are a 
family-owned West Australian company dedicated to providing a voice for community and small business. And uh, I think it's really important that these things get talked about because they tend not to be heard in the mainstream commercial media these days. No, that's correct. You know, it's a, a very valuable service to, uh, to provide. And so anybody interested in taking this further, Malcolm, how should they do that? The Banninger Progress Association website is one means, but more directly, uh, they could email me on my email, Malcolm Lee, or uh, one word, no dots, at mac, M-A-C, dot com. Very good, Malcolm. Well, thanks for your time, and I wish you and your group all the best in this endeavour. I think it's really important from a, a tourism perspective, and as somebody who lives uh, in Donnybrook myself, uh, and the, the people in the, the region, it's really important that we uh, have a bit more safety on the roads and less heavy traffic. So I wish you all the best with your endeavours. Thanks very much, Barry. I've been talking to Malcolm Lee from the Bailing Up Rail Group, which is endeavouring to have the railway from Bunbury to, to Greenbushes and perhaps Bridgetown restored for the future. And like anything you hear about on our programs, if you go to touristradio.com.au forward slash bailing up you'll find a link to the bailing up progress association and the rail group you've been listening to conversations on radio wa as we tell the stories of people and places in western australia